Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, the host that makes the toast, the host who likes to boast about all the toast he makes from coast to coast, and my name is Steven. You like that, don't you? When I rhyme, when I throw them rhymes together, it's what I do. It's what I do for you. My wheels are always turning. They like to come up with lame rhymes. That should be, that should be, uh, that's that, maybe that's, that'll be my new, uh, I'll become a nerd rapper and I'll be called Lame Rhyme, MC Lame Rhyme, something like that. I don't know. So I got this movie the other day. I was at the library and I had some uh, days coming up that I was going to be off of work, took some vacation days. And I knew that a couple of those days I would be home by myself while the rest of the family was either at school or at work. And so I was at the library and I was looking through their collection of movies and just picking them at random, except not at random. I was looking at what they were and if they piqued my interest in any way, I grabbed it. One of the movies I pulled off of the shelf and brought home was Venom with Tom Hardy. Now I'll admit, I brought this movie home and I set it down on the table and there were a couple of days, I even tweeted one night that I'm sitting here, I have, t- I have Venom sitting across the room on a table, and I just couldn't make myself go through the effort of getting up, getting the movie, taking it out of the box, putting it into the PS4. I just, the movie just wasn't, I wasn't excited about watching the movie. I mean, I made the effort to pull it off the shelf and check it out, but I don't know if I would have done that if that was the only movie there that in any way piqued my interest. I think because I was getting other movies, I thought, eh, I'll take this one as well. But I just, I don't know. There was something about it that just didn't make me really want to go out of my way to see it. It's like if somebody else had gotten up and taken the movie and taken it off the table and pulled the disc out of the box and put the disc into the PS4 and then started it up, I would have sat there and watched it. But I just, I couldn't, 
create any desire to go through any amount of effort to watch the movie. And so I tweeted about it, and I had a number of people come back and say, oh, you got to watch the movie. It'll surprise you. It's a fun movie. Give it a chance. And so I did, and we're going to talk about it now. So was it a fun movie? Yeah, it was a fun movie. Will I watch it again? Probably not. It it very much reminded me of, I think this movie would have been uh, right at home in the 90s. Uh, it really felt like a 90s movie with uh, better graphics. That's what it felt like to me. I thought there were some moments in the movie that were just really silly. Um, but yet there was some good stuff in it too. Let's let's talk about a couple of the good things. Tom Hardy was excellent in the movie. He was great. When he is first bonded with Venom, the symbiote, and he's trying to figure out what's going on with him. There's a moment where he's in a restaurant and he's talking to his ex-girlfriend because he's freaking out because something's going on with him. And this venom alien is inside of him and it wants to eat. And he's like just randomly picking up food off of people's plates. And But nothing, nothing seems good. And then he sees the tank full of lobsters and, oh, that's what he wants because he wants to eat something that's alive. And he eventually, he gets into the tank. He's sitting in the tank eating a lobster. And he's just, he, he was so good in it. He was so good. The, uh, the special effects were good. Uh, I guess I'm just not a big Venom guy anymore. And I just found it, I found the whole premise a little, I don't know, a little weird. So here's an alien uh, from outer space. You got this, okay, so you got this guy, this super rich dude who uh, owns this thing called the Life Foundation, I think it was, and he's sending rockets into space because he's trying to find cures for cancer and all that stuff, and and uh, they bring back these specimens, these symbiote specimens. There's a bunch of them, and uh, he starts doing experiments with uh, homeless people. He's bringing homeless people in. He's putting them in these rooms with these symbiotes. The symbiotes are trying to bond with them. They have to have a certain match, a certain, certain chemistry. And if they don't bond correctly, the human dies. So he's killing all these homeless people because his idea is the world is going to crap. The only th- they, they can't save the world. The only thing they can do is try to colonize outer space and they would have a much better time doing it they'd have much more of an advantage of an and uh, they would have much more of an advantage if they were already bonded with these alien creatures well tom hardy plays the character of eddie brock in this version he is a investigative reporter a very famous investigative reporter who has had a storied past because of the ways he gets stories and whatnot, I guess. Uh, but he finds out this is going on. This One of these scientists clues him in. They get him into the lab, and he ends up getting bonded with, with the, the creature. But the creature's name, he doesn't name himself. It's not like he goes, ooh, I will call, we will call ourselves Venom. The creature's name, the symbiote's name is Venom because there's another one, the leader, and his name is Riot. So you got these two aliens named Venom and Riot. That I I had a little I had a little harder time suspending my disbelief. I did it. There was actually a really good scene because then Riot 
bonds with the rich dude and there and he's going to go get the rocket go back into outer space get all the rest of his buddies come back to earth and take over that's the that's the that's the uh that's the threat venom was all about that at first but once he bonds with eddie he starts thinking you know i kind of like it here on earth and uh I don't want all that to happen anymore because back on my planet, I was kind of a loser, just like Eddie is. We're both losers. Now we're bonded together. Let's just, let's make sure this doesn't happen and uh, we'll just stay on earth and, and, and I'll just stay bonded with you and everything will be cool. So there is a really good scene where Riot and Venom are fighting. That was pretty fun. Um, a lot of the scenes where with Venom, where he's fighting other people, those are kind of fun. I just, I guess I'm not... I've never, I, you know, I remember when Venom first showed up in the comic books, um, somewhere around Amazing Spider-Man 300. It might have even been Amazing Spider-Man 300 or 299, 298, somewhere around there. Todd McFarlane drawing the book. I thought Venom was just this the scariest freaking bad guy there was. A couple of years go by, and I'm just, why would I even think that he's scary? He he became even scarier as the years went by. And what he ended up becoming made the Todd McFarlane version look like a freaking cartoon. But eventually, I just I just never really got into Venom. I thought he was a ridiculous-looking character. The concept itself, I thought, was really awesome. But this big, giant mouth full of teeth and the big, long tongue just never really got into that too much. And... The way it's portrayed on screen, he's very shiny. Like he's either just made out of plastic or he's wet. And that kind of, I felt, was kind of weird. Now, I'll say this about the movie. I don't regret watching it. I did have a good time in the movie. There were moments of the movie that I really enjoyed. Again, Tom Hardy was great. Some of the fight scenes were really good. Um, I had a good time with the movie. I don't regret watching it. I'm not angry that I watched it. I just don't think I'll watch it again. I I do feel some regret uh, just over the fact of this rift between Marvel and Sony because it kind of breaks my heart now that Spider-Man's not going to be part of the Marvel Universe. And I really wish they could have done it all right. They could have done it all the way it should have been done. They should have done a Secret Wars type movie where Spider-Man and the Avengers and the X-Men go into space and Spider-Man gets his new costume and Spider-Man comes back to Earth and he's he keeps the costume. He doesn't understand that it's an alien yet. And most mornings he gets up and he's really tired because he doesn't realize that the alien is making him go out and fight crime while he's sleeping. And eventually he he realizes what's going on and he drives the costume off of him. The costume then bonds with Eddie Brock and becomes Spider-Man's most evil enemy next to Green Goblin. I wish, I really wish that 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 could have happened. And, you know, who knows? Maybe eventually everything gets rebooted. Maybe eventually it can get to that. But we're at such a golden age right now with the Marvel Cinematic Universe that that's, that's something I really would have liked to have seen. Now, that's my only regret. Do I, do I, I don't regret that the movie exists. And again, I don't regret watching it. I just don't know if I will watch it again. But here's the thing. If, with, if and when they make a second movie, I'm going to watch it. I just am. 
Uh, especially if, based on the scene at the end, uh, it looks like Carnage is coming into the film. Carnage, I didn't hate, I didn't dislike as much as I sort of disliked Venom. Carnage, I thought, was a little bit better. And yet, at the same time, almost didn't like him. <laughs> it's really weird to, it's really weird to explain. I think, I think Carnage looks better than Venom. And then yet, some of the stuff, you know, the whole psycho, weird, bloody kind of way his caught the 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 symbiote moves kind of turns me off at the same time so i'm really kind of conflicted when it comes to the whole venom universe i watch the movie i'll watch the next movie and i'll probably watch the movie after that i'll tell you this this venom was certainly better than the freaking topher grace venom from the third original spider-man movies that's for sure and for certain i'll take this movie over that one any day of the week and twice on Sundays. How about you? Have you seen it? Did you like it? Let me know. Shoot me a line. I'm on Twitter. I'm on freaking Instagram. Feedback at stevenorelse.com, all that stuff. But until then, until your next episode comes out, because I'm done with this one. My name is Steven, and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. See ya! Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stephenrorr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at stephenorelse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at Stephen or else. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.